Welcome to Brightside Home Theater Podcast, a home theater podcast that's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. I'm alone again. I don't know. It's kind of fun. Kind of fun getting back to basics here. But uh, the boys are on vacation, but I thought I'd put out a podcast, a quick one, just saying what's going on, because there's a lot going on. Uh, That's why you saw the title of the podcast, Vacation? question mark and we're not talking about the movie here uh so um steve is off esconcing in who knows where but he says he has no internet but yet he's been tweeting all week uh so i think he just wanted to get away from me which i don't blame him i'm a lot to take so but uh hopefully he's having a good time and john john's off as well we took the whole week off so He's down there in the sweltering heat, and we've got sweltering heat up here, enjoying it. But uh, let's uh, get right to it. Um, my experiences since the last time I recorded a podcast, uh, well, since last week. Uh, yeah, we closed on the uh, Brightside Home Theater Land. So uh, you saw, some of you saw the YouTube video. I'm going to be doing more and more of those. So be sure to follow along at Brightside HT over there on YouTube. And uh, I'll be doing more videos from there, uh, doing the progress and stuff. And I got a ton of comments. Thank you, everybody that commented. Um, I don't know what I did wrong. I, I, I screwed up my YouTube where I used to get emails, but now I, I got the YouTube studio app so I can see stuff, but it shut off my automatic. Like if you leave a comment, I used to get an email every time somebody commented. I'm not getting that all of a sudden. And it took me a couple of days to notice. Um, and now I've got all these comments coming and I don't get to see them in real time. So I have to go there and look at them, but thank you to everybody that commented there. Um, really appreciate it. And I mean, everything, you know, how big will the screen be? Uh, that's going to be tough to pressurize that room because I'm outside. Um, somebody, I think it was Paul, Paul mentioned to save that bench. Um, so here's a little behind the scenes, that bench that I was sitting on in that video, that's, that's the, the future prime seating position, that bench I made a couple of years ago for my father. So if you look in the top of that bench, I actually wood burned in the Superman logo, which is something that, uh, Superman is a father figure. To me type deal so i have a whole you know iconic story behind that or not my story isn't iconic <laughs> but my my the idea of you know a father being superman to his son and i've done a painting for him with it and everything too so in in real world my dad is superman to me so i built him that bench and it was going to be going on his deck where he's living now and I, I just needed to finish it. And of course, in true DJ fashion, it's just been in my garage. I gave it to him for a father's day and I'm like, yeah, I'll finish it up and whatever. It's still in my garage. So I took it down there, but now guess what? I'm building them a house. <laughs> so that bench will actually be at the house. It will be outside of his portion of the house, little area, relaxing area I'm going to put for him. So we will have that bench there. But I was like, what can I use to sit on as a, as a bus bench? And I'm like, damn, there it is. So I took that down, um, filmed on that. That is pretty much the location on where, you know, kind of where the, the theater will be situated on the property. Once we dig it all out. Um, I met, I've got meetings again tomorrow. I met today. I've met a bunch this week, uh, getting a will, well drilled, all the foundation stuff. So as soon as we start digging for good, like actually getting excavators in, I'll be doing more videos, home theater related. Of course, I'll be like, Hey, this is where we're going to be. Cause as soon as we got a hole, I'll be able to say this. Now I can be more precise. 
Uh, once the foundation is poured, I'll be able to stand in there and go, ha ha, this is the new theater. Um, once we cap it, of course, I mean, the roof of this theater is going to be a house, but I mean, that's inconsequential to you guys. <laughs> All we care about is the theater. So, um, talking with my architect, how we, how I have to design it and stuff. Cause I've got some, um, crazy designs, crazy ideas. Um, but I put it all, I put the design all in a envelope. Um, I actually brought it with me when I filmed that video on the property, but I never actually talked about it. But the idea is the envelope is sealed and the day the theater opens for good, when we get occupancy and stuff and I'm and the theater is done. Um, the envelope says bright side, new home theater, do not open till complete. The date is in the top corner, seven twenty one twenty three. So when we open it, I'll open it up and I'll be showing everybody like this is the vision I had in my head for the years leading up, literally years leading up to this, um, the, you know, as we get closer and, uh, now I know the foundation. So I've known the foundation now for probably about mm, four or five months so I can expand and contract and but this is pretty much the idea that we have. Uh, this is what I've done. And I have, I just want to see how close I come to the vision that I had. So that'll be fun to do. Um, I did it when, when we built our pool, I, I drew it all up and had a vision in my head on what I want to do in the backyard. And, and I came pretty close to that one too. So, um, uh, we'll see, we'll see what we end up with. Uh, it'll be fun to do. Um, but but yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun um, following along on YouTube, making those videos. Um, some of them will be quick. Um, my son's thinking of was thinking of setting up a time lapse camera and stuff uh, for the property, but then also putting it in as the as the video as the room builds and stuff like that. So um, again, it's all about the experiences, right? And building a theater doing what I'm, I mean, this is to me, this is the ultimate, um, for me anyways, this is the ultimate experience because like I said, a long time ago to you guys, um, you drive around and you, you look at houses and you'd be like, Oh, I could fit a theater in that basement or I could do this and I could do that. Or you go and you're shopping for houses and we, you go in and, and you look at what room can, can be the theater right? How am I going to fit a theater into my house here? I want to buy this. I'm looking for a place. Uh, I know I'm being at Danny, Danny speaker's house. And he's like, when they bought his house, he's like this room. I'm like, it's his, that room isn't really meant for a theater. It's like all windows. It's like, a, it's a nice room. He's done a fantastic job with it, but I can totally imagine what he was doing, walking in there. And you're just like, all right, I can do this. I can do this. I'll black out all this. And I can put a and he turned it into a fantastic theater. Nelson, same thing. He had a big basement, you know? So he's like, all right, I can, he walls off this area, puts it, you know, I mean, you can do that, but these were all pre-existing things. It's like when I came into this house, I was like, all right, they're putting every, you know, you're at the mercy of where are they going to put the, the, the furnace? Where are they going to put the oil tank? Where are they going to do this? And then you've got to design around that. Um, John in his living room, you know, I'm, this is my living room. What can I do in here? I don't have any space. John actually looked into converting his garage a while back. We talked about that on the show. Um, Steve converted a garage, you know, and I, I've see all these people convert converting things that aren't supposed to be a theater. And this to me, what I'm about to do is just like the ultimate. It's almost like I got no excuse because I, I mean, I, I can't, I don't have unlimited resources for the foundation and stuff, but I mean, here you go. It's like, I am putting in the nine foot foundation so that I could have higher ceilings. Um, that's part of the design, which is a hundred percent for the theater. It's that's it. It's like an extra foot of concrete all the way around this, you know, large ranch <laughs> is just so that I can have the theater so I can have a higher ceiling for the theater. So the entire, this entire project, I mean, it, it literally was not about the theater per se. I mean, it's about my wife and I, when we first started, we wanted single floor living, something simpler. And we were, as soon as my son decided, like he wanted this house, the one we're in, I'm like, I would never force it on him. Cause if he wants to go build one on his own, 
knock yourself out. But he's like, I, I want this one. Okay. Cause he was a kid when we came here, but w him and I have done a lot to this place since then. So he's attached to it too. So, um, so my wife and I were like, we're going to build single floor living. And I'm like, as soon as we're like, all right, that's it. You know, we actually started shopping for houses that way. And I was like, all right, I'm getting a new theater. Wherever I go, I would be doing that shopping. And then, you know, the whole bringing in my parents and giving them a place to live. And now we have to design it and build it ourselves. Once you get there, it just, to me, every step of the way becomes about the theater. It's like, of course, we need a house that goes on top, but it's like, all right, this, we need this, we need that. And it's like a nine foot foundation because, and everybody's like, what are you doing a nine foot foundation? My buddy did one so he could put a gym in, but I'm doing it for the theater. And then at every turn, it's like where, as I'm building this house, I'm going to be talking to all of the different contractor people, like, you know, my plumber. All right. I've already talked to the plumber. I'm like, all right, I want to go around this area here because that's going to be the theater hvac all right we got to put it up in here because this needs to be situated for the theater and all you know i'm talking to the hvac guy about how do we condition the air in that room separate from the house because i want that to be you know what's the cheapest way i can do it but still have it be independent um all of that stuff is going to be part of the build it's all part of the house and it's like I said, this is an ultimate experience for me because it's, it's not a situation where you go in and try to design around the issues. You try to solve them before they are an issue. So it's, it's not like I won't have issues, but I have to, I have to get in front of it so that I can have, I can make the most of the space that I have. And, uh, so it's, it's going to be fun. And I think, I think it's going to be a lot of fun for, for people to watch and be like, Oh, it's like it, it's one of those things that it's like, I, I can't imagine a lot of other people get to do this, uh, unless you're a builder and it's, I'm, you know, I'm an idiot and I'm just like, I'll be the builder. And in my particular town, they allow you to be the builder. The town that I had land in before I couldn't, my brother-in-law is a builder. So I was going to use his license and he would, you know, he would have had a pull. Well, I pull the permits under his company here in this town. They allow me to be the builder, but I can't sell the house for two years. So I'm not selling it ever. I'm like, I'm going to be dragging me out of there. So that, um, that's me. It's, I, I just had a conversation with my wife. We were just down at the land and I'm measuring off some stuff for the, um, we got some, a meeting tomorrow that I got to go over with, uh, with the well guy. And I, I'm just got to double check on some property boundary lines and stuff. And she goes, well, didn't they say, and I was like, hon, you can't say they, where they, there's no, they, it's, you it's like, it's us, me, I need to know. <laughs> so it, it's interesting thing. And it's like, but again, I can't, I, I know the bright side, this is a home theater podcast and this house build is a hundred percent about the theater because this it that's what i'm doing everything about it and it's like i want to get the upstairs done so i can deal with the deal with the theater um but yeah it's very exciting very a lot of work um uh, i'll warn everybody now i got to imagine my uh my viewing may go down but that's where john and steve come in and They'll, they'll be able, we'll be, we'll still be talking scenes. I I'm thinking of doing some scenes. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to, to actually sit down and watch, uh, like I, like I was, but, uh, I think you guys, I think I have enough of a reputation now. You guys know, I love to be in my theater, but I also, I have other things to do right now. Um, and it's all home theater related and I, I that maybe that'll be my part of the show. Be like, okay, where are we in the build? And I'll have construction noises or something, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, I'm super, super excited. I, I can't, I can't explain it enough. I've been excited for a long time and I can't wait to talk more and more about it. Um, one thing that's in that envelope as well is I've already decided on the name of the theater. Um, I don't think nobody knows the name of it. My wife does. My son does. Um, but yeah, I've already decided on the name for the theater. Um, it's at the, the design outside of it. Um, 
every you know the lobby area all of that um but but yeah the name of the theater is already decided and uh and and a few other things a few other little things that i'm going to try to do and again part of the plan hopefully i can hopefully i can do it hopefully i can pull it off um but yeah so if you have questions or comments and stuff email those about any questions and comments i'm i'm getting them i i I don't know. And that's an, another thing that I'm, I, I think I'm going to have to do is on the YouTube videos. And I'll, I'll talk about this next week because this is an audio only podcast. But I think on the YouTube videos, I might have to do away with the images of the questions and comments. And because it's it, it that takes time and it doesn't take a lot of time, but I don't have a ton of spare time. So I might just do it where I just read a bunch of them or maybe I'll have a few choice. I'll have a few that I can make an image of or something like that, but I, I got to find a way to streamline some stuff. Um, but as far as comments here for this week, and this is where it's a lot of comments came in about Chris Deering. Um, th- everybody was like, wow, what a great podcast. And you know, he's, su- you know, he is such a passionate guy, but he's just so damn smart. And it's like he said in the podcast, he's got one of those memories that he can just, and it's awesome talking to him. And if you haven't heard that podcast, go back and listen to it because like, even like the part where we were talking about HDMI and he's like, I love like all the work that Paul Hurt did, for instance, on reference, right? On reference level and stuff. And what does it mean? I love to have a definition for that. And Chris, I don't want to say he put me in my place, but I was like, well, what was so bad about HDMI? Cause I look at it and I'm like, yeah, sure. It has issues, but we had issues years ago and it was, but my issues were people were correct, connecting things wrong and HDMI is a two way street. So you're like, boom, boom. And a layman can connect it, but it's when you get to the higher end stuff, HDMI isn't as good. And what I love that Chris did is he just went to, ta- he just like took me to town and he was like, no, this one's better. Boom, boom, boom. And he's, he's saw DB, blah, blah, blah. And he's telling you how much better it could be. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cause you're like, oh, see, I'm, I only know it as HDMI. They told me this is what we're doing and I'm doing it. And all right, you make, I'm bright side. What the hell else you got? I'm not going to complain about it. I got no choice, right? I, there's not, I know nothing else. So why, why, why would I complain? Chris can complain. He knows what else is out there and what else they could have done. It's very, it, I guess very similar. Well, no, actually very similar to, uh, HD DVD versus Blu-ray. HD DVD was kicking butt over Blu-ray. Blu-ray had huge issues. I was an early adopter of both of them. HD DVD was, it had a better picture, better everything, better interface. It was faster. The Blu-ray players, the early Blu-ray players were horrible. They were horrible. They, they took like a fast one, took a, about a minute and a half for you to see an image on the screen. And that's just to get to your menus. It, it, that you had issues with the Blu-rays themselves, the discs, they were like, they weren't as good. They were, it, oh, it was just a, a nightmare. Okay. And then it, what ended up the PlayStation three saved Blu-ray, in my opinion, it saved it because PlayStation three was basically a computer that it, everybody that you know i had a tachiba i think i had a panasonic i tried all these different blu-ray players and when i went to the playstation 3 i was like oh my god this thing's great you put your disc in and boom fired right up and they smooth things out but early on hd dvd was the clear winner and you're like why would you do that so that's like to hdmi and all the competitors hdm the problem is and from what chris is saying is like HDMI hasn't smoothed things out. It still sucks. So it's, and he doesn't see it getting better. And then he's talking about all these other things that are like, they're adding things to it and they can't get the first things right. (laughs) It's such a great conversation, but, um, but yeah, so 
uh, I talked to him today and I'm like, I think I'm going to have him back and do a stream probably after CD or something like that in the fall when things settle down and we'll do a stream to get you guys involved with that. But he, he was awesome. Awesome. We talked for a while afterwards too. Um, great, great guy. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of comments came in off of that. Thank you very much for that. Um, I want to thank while I have the opportunity in a, in a moment to think here. Um, cause when I'm with John and Steve, I'm usually running stuff behind the scenes and I, I, I always forget, but guys like, and I'm only going to use first names here, but Steve and it's not, <laughs> not Steve, uh, Steve George. We'll call him George. No, not Steve George, but Steve, Mike, Gorinder, Jeff, G Cornell. People know who that is. Frank. John, these are people and they know who they are. It's like, thank you for your comments, like weekly and Carl, Carl as well. Sorry. Um, the weekly, almost daily, I get emails from these people. And sometimes I go days without replying. Sometimes I don't reply. Um, but I'm always reading them. I'm always getting a chuckle out of them. Sometimes I'm rolling my eyes <laughs> like, Oh my God. Um, some of these people, they'll comment in the middle of a podcast and tell me something. And then I'll be like, I'll roll my eyes because I know that it's the answer to their questions coming up later in the podcast, which I find hysterical because I've done that to Ara. <laughs> and it's, you just want to, I, I love it. I love the passion. I love that people are so excited. Like my son has done it. He's wanted to call me and tell me what I was saying was wrong or, or give me the answer when I can't think of something in a podcast, <laughs> but it was recorded. And he's like, don't because he's thinking it's like radio. So thank you to all everybody that writes in. And if I don't get back to you, I mean, things I gotta tell you, we, the podcast is growing and I'm getting busier outside the podcast. That's not a good marriage. <laughs> so, uh, you know, cause the things that got me here and interaction with you, you know, being able to, I just love talking to you people that isn't going away. Absolutely not. Um, if anything, if people, if I get so busy and people just keep, if you guys want to talk to me, if you guys want to come on the show, we'll do takeover Tuesdays. Honestly, that is one of the easiest things for me to do. Um, I love doing it. Uh, I'd love to get a bunch in the bank. And then if I have a bunch in the bank, then I can put out, I'll put out more, uh, I'll put out two a week because I can schedule those. And then as long as I know I can sit down and do them, there's zero prep. I can just sit down and we just talk home theater and it's great. We got another, the, the one coming up on Tuesday, I got John Thompson coming on Tuesday and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, it, it's, it, we had a great conversation, um, about one hour and 22 minutes and 27 seconds into it. We go spoilers for, um, Oppenheimer. We talk some spoilers in there. Um, but it's, we had a great time. Uh, we talk about his, his career in, in Hollywood. We talk about, uh, movies. We talk about a little bit about what's going on with the, the strike and everything. We talk about that at the beginning, uh, talk, obviously we talk home theater, but it's just a great conversation and uh, big bang theory. We talk big bang theory. He's coming back. He's coming back so that we can do a whole show on big bang theory. And when you hear it on Tuesday, you'll understand why. And you may even have seen a couple of our tweets back and forth to each other because I went to bed last night. We, the, I'm sorry, the night we, we, we no, the night we recorded this. He's five hours ahead of me. I go to bed at like 11 o'clock my time here. And I, I, I DM him and he answered me. He was still up and he was like, oh yeah. And I'll tell you next week what we were talking about, but it's hysterical. It is absolutely. And it's, it's great. It was a great conversation, but anybody, anybody wants to be on a takeover Tuesday. Just tell me it, what I need is I need people to be like, I can do it at this time. Give me a time. I'll see when I can fit that in and we'll book it and then we'll do it. And we'll just, and if I get a bunch of them, I'll just keep doing them. It, it's, you know, obviously I got to work around my schedule, work around your schedule. But here's the thing is I, I hate to say this to you guys, but I got to put it on you guys, the listeners. If you're shy, 
I don't care. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you're shy, just listen to them. Listen to the guys that are talking and it, they're all coming on and they were nervous at, at a time too. So I don't blame you for being nervous. I'm, I, I get nervous when I get certain guests on here. Uh, it, and it, but that's part of the fun. And I, trust me, by the, by the time it's over, you're just, it's just like hanging out with your buddies and talking home theater. The only difference is most of us don't have buddies to talk home theater with, but you do here. So anybody that wants to come on, I don't care if you've been on a bunch of times or you have never been on, just email me, DJ at Brightside Home Theater, and, uh, and we'll schedule it up. But I, I, I need people to, uh, to reach out and do that so that I can keep it going because I, I don't, honestly, I don't have time to chase and try, try to plan this stuff. So let's, let's do this together and I'll, I'll send you a link. We sit down and we chat and then we're done. Um, and we'll, we'll have a blast with that. So, um, all right, that's takeover Tuesday stuff. Um, YouTube, I don't know. I, I, we, I talked about the video a little while ago. I don't know if I'm going to do a separate channel. I got anybody out there that's a YouTube expert or, or you see other pages that have that. Let me know what you think. And if you think I should do a separate channel just for the build. Um, I, I mean, it, it's, I was just thinking of running it right on our, our bright side home theater, you know, YouTube page. Um, but I guess I, I don't know. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Um, because if it's just a matter of a different page, that's not a big deal. Um, because I still got to make the videos, but I didn't know which would be better for, for people or which, which do you guys think would be better? Um, cause I had a couple people recommend that like, Oh, do, are you going to do a different channel just to follow along with the build or, or whatever? So, um, yeah, let me know on that. And let's see what else do we got? Uh, uh, Patreon. We got, I, I know we said last week, Patreon supporter. We grabbed a new Patreon supporter last week. We're up to 30 Patreon supporters. That's putting us at, I take, uh, let me see my numbers here. $170 a month, which is, is great. It, um, it's going to be getting. I was talking with the guys last week. It's going to be getting, um, more expensive, for me to do this uh so i really appreciate you know if you don't want to do patreon you can do boxes of popcorn um i guess there's a way even on that i think you can actually subscribe through paypal when you do a box of popcorn you can do a paypal like subscription or something like that but or if you just want to buy boxes of popcorn that's great and that puts your in leave a message or an email you know, email me that you, you bought a box of popcorn and you get put right to the front of the show guaranteed. So, uh, I'd love to have a nice big, long segment at the front of the show uh, <laughs> because, um, yeah, I, I do this. I'm going to keep doing this, but the money I, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. The money is going to start helping because I got money going out the door left and right um with building with these people you know i've got to pay cash well cash to some people stuff like that so um literally i'm I, I i hate to say this guys uh and women that are listening I, I actually set a budget for myself for kaleidoscape i had to um i it's it's getting crazy and i've got to be i got to be responsible until the house is built and i the one of the things i said was uh how much am I really going to be watching? And I keep buying stuff and never watching it. So, and then it adds up and I was looking at my budget and stuff and I've actually budgeted everything until the end of the build. Um, cause I'm going to be working less too. I got to work less cause I'm building the house. So it's kind of a, I'm saving money by being the builder, but at the same time. So, so any money's coming in for the podcast that help the podcast run are, are are greatly, greatly appreciated because, uh, these computers, these things, none of this stuff works on its own. Um, and never mind the programs like StreamYard here. I pay for that. I get, I actually get the, cause I like to have the quality of stuff. It's like you could get the free version, but there's no way I could talk for two hours on the uh, free version. Um, so there's that. And now I, use other programs as well and now i'm probably going to be streaming the podcast will be going out from somewhere else other than 
possibly nerdy legion i've been talking to martin about that so and that is talk to our about that and ours you know their podcast you know maybe an hour a week you know i'll say i said it to ours face i'm like oh that's cute <laughs> an hour a week <laughs> i'm doing at least four hours a week and to do to put out four hours a week you it, like if i wanted to only put out four hours a week i think it would be like 50 bucks a month just to to do that to do four hours a week and i can't limit us to four hours because i don't want to all of a sudden be like i gotta get off because this so it's gonna be more than that so um subscribe i gotta sub you know do whatever wherever is gonna host the podcast so all of that so uh that's john right now is like oh my god dj's talking money yeah well i'm out of it <laughs> i'm not i'm not and if nobody ever gave me a dime, we would get by. Don't get me wrong, but it's greatly appreciated. So Patreon, boxes of popcorn, links are always in the show notes or at the website. I should talk that up more too. the website, brightsidehometheater.com. Um, that's always there where you can find all the, all the show note, all the shows, show notes, um, all of that good stuff. So you can go there uh and I'll, I'll probably just start sending people there more often now just saying go to the website and you can find more information on us there so all right all right uh let's see i want i had a couple uh comments here uh not him let me see not i say not him steve george i'm looking at an email uh let's see oh cd is coming up very excited for that uh a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff going on that i can't wait to tell you guys about um and because some of it might come to fruition some of it might not but i guarantee you that when it's over i will tell you what what i did but i'll also tell you what was planned and for whatever reason didn't take place uh so look you know cd is going to be big uh, I don't know how much I'm, I don't think I'm going to stream live from Cedia on Brightside Home Theater, uh, because I, I just want to enjoy it. I, I want to have fun and I don't want to be like, I told people I would do this. So I'm not saying I'm doing anything. Uh, if something comes out, something comes out. I'll probably tweet. I'll probably tweet some stuff from there, but, uh, I'm not putting anything out. And then that'll be my experience the following Tuesday. Uh, when I sit down with the guys, I'll talk Cedia. They'll talk whatever movies they watch. So, um, that will, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, really, I, I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to that. Talking to Todd a bunch and, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, can't wait to meet a lot of these people in person that I've been talking, you know, that are now my friends, I've, you know, become friends with over the years and, and to be able to see them and like shake hands and maybe go to dinner and stuff. It's going to be a blast. So really looking forward to that. Uh, let's see, let's do an email here from, uh, let's do one from Garinder. And he goes, when I was on vacation, this is Garinder talking lighting. He said, when I was on vacation, I was talking to people who do home automation and some of the nice new builds. Man, does it get expensive, especially the automatic shades. Prices for whole house automation, including shades, easily over 100K and into multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars. But of course, these were multi-million dollar builds. The shades shoot, chewed up a big part of the budget. I was like, I'll stick to my Harmony remote. Thank you very much from Garinder. And uh, yeah, um, that's why... I, I forget the gentleman I had on. I forget his name when I had him on and we were talking and that's what he does. Home automation. And it, it is it's crazy money. Um, I am going to be talking. Well, have talked a little bit with uh, Brett Bjorkwist about it. Um, when I get closer, I'm going to be talking about how I can integrate what, a, not a hundred thousands of dollars. I I'm like, see, I'm looking at, this is how I'm looking at the house is that, I do want to do something in the theater that before I do anything, right? So when I say before I do anything, so say it would cost you, say you wanted to automate your house, but you're already in your house, right? And they told you it's going to cost you $10,000 to, 
convert to a, a decent home automation system. You'd be like, oh, that's a lot of money. And you're like, all right, I won't do it. Or, or you'll do it gradually over the next two years. No big deal, right? But that's $10,000 off of an existing system. I got nothing. So if, if I'm sitting there put installing, I have to install a light switch, right? If a normal light switch in a room is going to cost me $5, but it would cost me 15 for, and I'm just throwing out numbers and I know there's some expensive stuff, but whatever it's going to be, I'm never going to buy that first light switch. So my cost will go up. It'll be more than a standard light switch. But if I do it in the first place, I'm not replacing anything. You see what I mean? So like, and I want to do that with the theater. Now, if I find out it's way too expensive or there's nothing that's 100% reliable, because I also have to think of my parents, they're, they're older. They don't get a lot of this stuff. I need stuff to be foolproof. There is nothing more foolproof than just a standard manual light switch. So I don't want to do something that's going to break down on them and have my poor elderly parents. They're, they're fine now, but what about five, 10 years from now, if they're still kicking around and they're hobbling around their house, I don't want to be like my DJ, my lights are out and I don't know how to get them on. So I need something foolproof. And if I can find something like that through the home theater people and through all of this, I'd be like, and integrate it right away. It doesn't, it won't necessarily cost me as much more. Um, and then the same with the, the theater. So I'll probably do something a little fancier down there, but if it can all be same part of the same ecosystem, you know, that's, that's what I'm looking at. Um, shades maybe in my bedroom, but I'll self-install them. If I can do automatic shades, that would be fun. But, you know, I think a lot of these things, I would say, like when you're looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars, say a hundred thousand dollar system, you're probably looking at 40% of that as labor and the work that goes into designing and everything. So if you do stuff yourself, not that I'm putting a $60,000 system in, but I'm building a house. I have a budget for how, for what I have to put in. So how is that, you know, how is that affected? So that's uh, one of the things Gorinder and I have talked about. Um, we got one here from VJ, but I'll leave that because that's to all of us. Uh, G Cornell, uh, let's see. Good chat with Chris, informative and entertaining. He says more of this kind would be welcomed by those who enjoy the sounds, the scenes, what he said. <laughs> you got it, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. Um, but yes, I, I do get, and I, I replied right away to G, to G, um, to G Cornell. And I said, I, I enjoy those too but I don't want to do too many of those in a row. I am still, I, I still want home th bright side home theater to be about the bright side, right? The sights, the sounds, the scenes. And I love to get experts in. I love to get these professionals in because it is, it, it's fun. I, every time I talk to them, I say there's, there's no format. There's like when I had Chris on, God, I talked to Chris for months and months before this, but when I have people on, I'm like, it's, it's no format. We're just talking home theater and we're just going to go off the cuff. And because I, I, I want you guys to meet these people. I've seen Chris on YouTube a million times with other people. And it's always about the, the Lumagen or how do I get the most out of my projector or how do I do this? I want to be that destination for these people that you just get to come and hang out. Let's talk about this. And Chris and I really didn't even get into any scenes and stuff that he loves to do. Um, but, and a little bit of behind the scenes of the, the podcast, they like this stuff. And it's like um, almost every single one. And I, I'm not saying, for instance, Chris hasn't said anything to me, but because he's the most recent one, but almost every single one of them comes back to me and goes, that was so much fun. You know, cause they're not under a, they're not there for their brain. They're there, you know, which is, that's all they do all the time. And it's like, just talk to me about all the, solve my problem for me. That's what they get. And it's like, I didn't want to. And I, God, I spent months with Chris trying to do that. So, 
but having people like Chris, these other professionals on here, Brent Butterworth, uh, Brett Bjorkwist, all at Brett Bjorkwist is a, he loves this stuff. You know, they just, just hang out and chat. We're not here to solve problems. We're just here to have fun. Let's talk about the good stuff when things go right. So that's, that's what I, I do want to do more of it, but I also want to get back to, I need, we need to get some listeners back on here. I want to get back to that, do a bunch of those, uh, I get, maybe get a couple more podcast hosts on here. I'm talking with, uh, well, I've been back and forth with, um, Tom Andrew, um, just got to get it scheduled. <laughs> we got one, we got a fun one planned. Um, so yeah, anybody that's, I would like to do that, but I don't want to get too focused on, on the tech. Uh, let's, let's keep it to the sights and sounds and scenes. And every now and then we'll get a professional of some sort in here that, you know, um, I, I, I want to get, I still want to get my calibrator in here, Jim, get him in here. I I'd like to get as, as I talked with Chris, I'm like, get Jim Peterson in here. He'd love to do the show. He wants to come on the show. I've talked to him. So I would like to get him, but I also want to pace these things out so that it's not, I don't want the show to turn into, you know, we already have AV rant. We have HT guys. These guys are doing a great job telling you how to solve problems all about the tech. Let's stick with the sight sounds and scenes here. And then we'll dabble. Cause of course we, we like to tweak. Don't get me wrong. Uh, that is part of the experience, but, uh, but yeah, so, um, let's see what else do we have? Thanks G Cornell. That was one of the many. Oh, another G Cornell I'm waiting for the next Butterburger podcast. Yeah, me too. Uh, I keep meaning to reach out to Brett and, um, Brent, sorry, reach out to Brent and see where they're going to land. Um, supposedly they were going to, but I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a couple months. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, let's do this one. Mike. Mike says, Mike Wright, Aberguy says, Hey there, a potential question for your Takeover Tuesday podcast. Someone keeps talking about this system on their podcast and I'm eager to get one. As I live in Canada, there is limited dealers near me. However, I have found a dealer that will part with their Strato C6 terabyte for $4,000 Canadian. The new model, the Terra, is 11000 Canadian. Seems like a good deal for the demo version, but on the website, it's listed as legacy. Think that will be an issue for updates and functionality. Love to hear your thoughts. Mike Wright, a.k.a. Aberguy. So... Also, Mike, uh, I am in contact with Todd about getting you into the green room. I just haven't heard back. I gave him your name, Aberguy. Um, it may have gotten lost in our conversation shuffle or something like that on text, uh, but I'll, I'll try him again. Uh, if you haven't heard by the time you hear this, uh, but yeah, so getting to the Kaleidoscape, I did reply to Mike right away. Um, but let me give a little more clarity, even for Mike. So. What Mike's asking for here is it sounds like a Strato C six terabyte for 4,000 Canadian now. And they said it's a, it's a legacy, but from my understanding, the Strato S, I feel like maybe he's talking about a Strato S and that would be the legacy version um, because they don't make those anymore. Uh, you can still, the Strato C and that's why I said the new, the new model is the Terra. So the Strato S6 is uh, like, it's, it's an all in one box. That's actually what Nelson has. And that's what I was going to lead to here. Um, Nelson has this. Does, does, uh, John Brock too? He might have one too. I'm not a hundred percent sure on John. I know, I know Nelson does. Um, Nelson has a Strato S six terabyte system. So what that is, is the S stands for system. This is how I remember it in my filing cabinet of a brain. Um, the Strato S six is a six terabyte system. It's all in one. So that's the player and the hard drive all in one box in that. So that's your system. The Terra system. Okay. And that's why I said the new model, the Terra is you need a Strato C. Okay. And that's why when Mike wrote here, Strato C six terabyte. So the Strato C is just the computer. 
and that's how I remember it. It's the player. It should be the Strato P in my head, but the Strato C is a computer that is the player for the Terra system. Okay. A Terra, like, so I got a Terra 12, which is a 12 terabyte hard drive. So I got, I had to buy a Strato C player and a Terra 12 and they're in my rack. They're side by side. They're, they're, they're the same size box. The Terra is actually deeper. The Strato C is a little shallower. It doesn't go as far back in the rack. So the C is substantially cheaper than the, the hard drive because I don't, I can't remember what the Strato C went for, but it's like I, it, when I got the Terra 12, the system itself was listing at 12,000. And I think I want to say it was like three and nine or something like that. If you were to divide it up, but you need, you need them both to play. But once you have a single C strato C, you can play anything. You can add on more Terra, more hard drives, and it'll play from those. The other advantage to the Terra is it's much faster downloading. So you go to download a 4k movie with a Terra system. It will, it'll, kick it in you know you'll get it in like 10 minutes but you also need a, a one gig connection to the internet and it and trust me it uses it all the strato s does it takes like 40 to 50 minutes it's a lot slower but it's just as good of a system nelson's system if you're sitting in the theater it's it's like pretty much the same system because it's it's only going to be able to handle it. All you have is the six terabyte. They do have a Strato S 12. I think they did have a Strato S 12. Um, if I remember right, but anyways, but it seems like the Strato, uh, S sixes are, are available online for a decent price. And that's why that 4,000 Canadian seems to be about the price that they come in on. Um, now that I think of it, I think Carl might've grabbed one of those as well. I think Carl grabbed a Strato S six terabyte and it's a great entry level piece, the Strato S because it's it, you're, you're in room. The in room experience is exactly the same as a Strato C Terra system, because once you push play or you're navigating your, your system and all your movies are on the screen, it's the exact same thing. Um, and it just, you know, and if you get that, you can add a Terra to that system. You could actually, if you get a Strato S, that will run a Terra. If you bought a Terra hard drive in the future, you can add that to your system and it'll read movies off of there as well. So say you got that for 4,000, a Strato S, six terabyte, you'll fill up a six terabyte with probably about 80 I'm guessing about 80 4k movies and you'll be shuffling them off and on, you know, cause I'm, I have a 12 and I have about a hundred and space for about 160 4k movies. Um, it says about 200, but you, it's when you do like game of Thrones, you, the whole season goes on there. So boom, that's going to take up a bunch. Right. Um, or, you, you get bigger, longer movies like uh, an end game that's three hours. So that's like a movie and a half. So it, it does get whittled down. So I'd say a more realistic uh, is probably about 160 to every or 80 to every ter uh, six terabytes. So say you got a Strato S six terabyte, you get it for cheap 4,000 Canadian or whatever. And then later on, you want to upgrade, you want to add a Terra hard drive to it you can get a 12 or a, another six tera you'll actually and now you'll get those download speeds i i'm pretty sure once you have the tera hard drive you can get those download speeds um but don't quote me on that because maybe you do need the c and that's why people are selling the s's i don't know but i my recommendation is i have yet to see anybody that has bought a kaleidoscape anything whether it's the C or the S and said, this is done. I'm done. This is dumb. And have everybody is upgraded and got the next piece. 
And the Strato S is a good entry level. It'll get you into the system. And I, I think if, if it's something that you can, that you're looking forward to, or if it's something that you think you're going to really enjoy, I'm telling you that once you get it in house, you're going to be, you're going to enjoy it even more. Um, but it is backwards compatible, upwards compatible. Uh, it says it's a legacy piece. If it's a strato, um, it's not that, that, that old. And as a matter of fact, Nelson has like the Alto, which is the old Blu-ray player. Uh, most of their legacy pe people are still using them. Even the older legacy pieces, older, like plasticky pieces and stuff from years and years ago. Um, but the new Terra system and the Strato S system, pretty much hand in hand in room, it's the, it's the same experience. So, uh, I would recommend it. Uh, obviously I do recommend it. If you're thinking of getting it, um, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, obviously if you're thinking of it, you know, you know, the price, you know what you're in for. And, uh, I don't, I think you would really enjoy the experience. Uh, if you have any other questions, Mike, let me know. Um, or, you know, what else we could do? You come, come on the show. We'll talk about it. There you go. We'll do a takeover Tuesday, all about your questions about Kaleidoscape. Um, we, John and I actually talk about that and he makes a joke about the yachts, which is pretty funny. I like that. Um, but yeah, so, all right. That's it for this week. Uh, thanks all again. Keep, keep the comments coming. Unfortunately, I'm not getting the emails, but every now and then I'll go on and I'll, I'll look at all the different comments, um, from the, from the build and stuff. And there will be more videos coming as, as more things happen to the land to the uh, bright side home theater land wow, sounds like a weird amusement park um so thank you everybody uh i i'm i can't i can't thank you enough i know we just did the 300th show and stuff but um i feel uh i feel a responsibility to you guys because you guys have been so great to me and uh that's what keeps driving me to do more and more and and expand my ideas for the show and stuff so uh, it's, it's a two way street. Uh, I thank you for telling me how entertained you are. And thank you also for keeping me driven, uh, for the podcast. I would always be driven in home theater. If I wasn't talking to you guys, I'd just be in my home theater. So, but as you guys would too. So until Tuesday, uh, yep. As, um, you got John Thompson and I Tuesday morning and then Tuesday afternoon, we are live back at it again. The bus bench crew, everything. We'll talk all about uh, their experiences during the during the vacation question mark and uh, my experiences during the vacation question mark. And uh, we'll get back at it and do another 300 episodes. So until then, I think you guys know what to do. Go push play. What he said. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey, Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.